Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The latest poll has Donald Trump winning his next election if he chooses to challenge Joe Biden in 2024. We interview Warren Cole Smith of Ministry Watch, who is helping ministries be accountable and good stewards. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. A new presidential poll says that Donald Trump would win election, re-election, if he chooses to run in 2024, and he would beat Joe Biden if the elections were held today. Western Journal shows that while no other Republican would win an election against Joe Biden, Donald Trump would win if the elections were held today. According to a recent polling, as President Biden is now grappling with the fallout of his disastrous Afghanistan withdrawal. This is the biggest crisis of his presidency, besides of course, his uh, overreaction to the COVID virus but no other Republican has what Trump has, and Trump would beat Biden handily. This is a national Emerson College poll that favored Trump over Biden in a hypothetical 2024 head-to-head matchup, while the rest of the GOP challengers to the incumbent did not fare quite as well. Of course, they're not as well known yet. But in a Trump-Biden face-off, Trump enjoyed a full percent edge over his successor. 47 to 46%, the Emerson poll found that Biden's current favorability is split in identical figures. 47% disapprove of his job performance, while 46% approve. The remaining 7% are unsure. The poll of 1,200 registered voters was conducted via phone from August 30th to September 1st, has a margin of error of plus or minus 2.7 percentage points, In other words, it's a pretty accurate poll, but the decisions are still within the margin of error. And out of Democrats polled, only 60% say they would like to see Biden as their nominee in 2024. 39% prefer another candidate. Among Republican voters, 67% say they would make President Trump as their nominee for the Republican party in primaries out of eight other candidates listed. The other candidates, Republicans for the nomination, were polled in the following order. Ron DeSantis, 10%, Mickey Haley, 7%, Mike Pence, 6%, Mitt Romney, 3%, Ted Cruz, 2%, and Josh Hawley, 1%, and Tom Cotton, just under 1%. 5% said they would support someone else. And those are the poll results according to Western Journal. And this is early, Uh, our thanks to Western Journal for that report, but uh, there's still midterms to happen, right? We're still months and months away from any 
candidate declaring that they want to run for president in two years. And Donald Trump already has a lead, is already favored strongly within the Republican Party and even nationally to beat Joe Biden. Uh, this maybe is good news for the conservative movement, but it all hinges on one man's decision. Is Donald Trump going to run for public office? Well, we have uh, a Trump coin to send you with your donation up to $45. Uh, we're asking, but we'll include a copy of my book and the activist DVD. Uh, make sure you get a copy of that through our website, PrayInJesusName.org. People ask me, are you for Trump, against Trump? Uh, you know, as, as our nonprofit, I'm not allowed to take sides. Uh, but personally, I think you might know where my allegiance lies with Jesus Christ, because Jesus Christ has a kingdom of his own we're trying to establish here, and that is Matthew 6. And, and Jesus' prayer is political. This is a political prayer in the Lord's Prayer. He says, God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done here on earth in the same way it's already being done in heaven. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have Warren Cole Smith from NRB. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Today we are remembering to pray for the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. In fact, we have commemorated now a special coin to remember perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our generation. And here it is, limited supplies now of a special commemorative Donald J. Trump coin. It's golden, it says the word in God we trust right on the cover. It'll help you remember to pray for and remember the presidency of our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 exactly, this is while supplies last, uh, we're gonna send you that coin, but also included are two other products that we offer. You'll get a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, and a special DVD on how to be an effective Christian activist. We'll throw in both of these, plus the coin, for a suggested donation of exactly $45 to our ministry. And on top of that, we'll throw in this special window decal, I Pray for Religious Freedom, to help you remember to pray for America. Listen, uh, there are three ways that you can give. Right now, go to our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Right at the top, there's an online bookstore. And one of those items is the $45 suggested donation for all, all four items. Visit our online bookstore at PrayInJesusName.org. Or you can call us toll free. It's an easy phone call, 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Tell the operator you want the special $45 offer and we'll send you all four items. Finally, you can text the word donate to 720-573-0305. Again, text the word donate 720-573-0305. Please help today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. We're joined now by a returning guest and a personal friend, investigative journalist Warren Cole, 
has worked as a conservative writer for many years, and now he has a new organization. Uh, tell us your website, and welcome to the program. Yeah, no, thank you, Chaps. It's uh, ministrywatch.com, and uh, we do both investigative journalism on organizations within the Christian ministry world, but also just news about uh, what is going on in charity and philanthropy. We want to be an advocate for the donors. We don't want to tear down ministries. We want to build them up, but sometimes that means writing tough stories. Well, writing tough stories and, and donor accountability uh, on, on, as an advocate for the donors is critical because we don't want people to have invested their hard-earned money, which is their tithe. It's, it's a sacred trust that they give to charities, including ours, and then have that being uh, misused by scammers. That's exactly right. You know, and, and we don't make judgments about, you know, should, you know, Benny Hinn be flying around in a private jet or not. If That's not the kind of thing that we write about, even though, you know, we might have um, some stories about it. Mainly, we just want the donors to those ministries to know what's going on within those ministries. If they're comfortable with a televangelist making $5 million a year or flying around in a private jet and they want to give their money to that organization anyway, then that's great. We just want to provide transparency and accountability, the information that donors need to make informed decisions. Because as you say, it's all God's money. He's just given us stewardship responsibility over it. And he also calls us to be effective stewards. And you're doing it from a Christian perspective, not from a left-wing attack dog perspective. There are so many leftists who hate the church, they're just going to call all of us scammers. But you've written this important book, Faith-Based Fraud. It's new. Learning from the great religious scandals of our time. Uh, and, and you start out with uh, sort of the amazing story of Charles Ponzi, the yeah. Ponzi scheme, the pyramid schemes. That's right. Yeah, well, we, you know, we want, we want it, well, first of all, to go back to something you said a moment ago, you're exactly right. We want to build up, not to tear down. We are not left-wing. I'm a committed Christian myself, uh, uh, an evangelical, believe in, you know, the core Christian doctrines, inerrancy of Scripture, the divinity of Jesus. You know, you can go to, you can read our, our uh, faith statement on our own website. So we are interested, though, in making sure that Christian ministries are effectively using their funds. We want to make sure that donors know where that money is going, and we want to build up the ministries. We want to, uh, the, the stories in faith-based fraud are not just salacious stories that you might read on T or see on TMZ or Entertainment Tonight or, like you say, from the left-wing media. Yeah. Uh, they're just trying to, you know, do hit pieces and to make us look bad. We're trying to derive lessons from those stories so that we can get better, so that we don't do those things again. Without naming names, and I understand your book does actually pick some specific examples, but what are some uh, behavioral examples of things that you've seen ministries ought to stop doing? Yeah, you're right. Well, we do name names in the book. We started off, as you said, with Charles, Pon Charles Ponzi, who was the originator of the Ponzi scheme, because we have seen Ponzi schemes recur in the Christian world throughout the 20th and early 21st century. So we thought that telling Charles Ponzi's story would help us understand why and how uh, they occur and how we can prevent them. And so some of the other things that we see recurring in addition to Ponzi schemes are uh, a lack of transparency. Uh, we think that um, ministries, especially if they're of a certain size, say above a million dollars a year in revenue, uh, they should have an independent financial audit. If they're not quite a million dollars, they should still have uh, an independent review of their financial statements. We think that ministries should release their Form 990s to the public. That's kind of like the tax return uh, 
um, that um, that uh, you you are supposed to release if you are a nonprofit. But some organizations claim what they call a church exemption and don't release that. And we can talk. You know, there's some religious liberty issues there, and I'm yeah. very aware of those. But our position is that we think that the transparency that is created by releasing the Form 990s to the public far outweigh uh, the religious liberty issues. And, um, you know, we think that um, membership in the ECFA, the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability, uh, is important. We think the ECFA has some limitations, but we think they set a good standard and that organizations should at least take a look at joining the ECFA and donors should ask whether uh, an organization is a member of the ECFA. Yeah, our personal charity, uh, you know, we're at the stage now where we, we should be and we are independently audited by a, a CPA firm that doesn't work for us, but, but they provide, not only they double check that our 990 is properly filed with the, with the IRS, as, as I'm not a church, I'm a nonprofit 501c3, we do file those paperwork and we publish them. They're available to the public. Yep. You can look at Charity Navigator. We have an excellent rating. All of it, my salary is published to everybody who works for us. And we do more with less on our little charity. Let me just say, we have three employees and about a zillion contractors, right? Yeah. Uh, but those three employees are able to broadcast a daily TV show on eight networks, feed 1,100 orphans and children in India up every day and and send millions of petitions to Congress. We do more with less with our little charity than some of the big charities who fly around in jet planes. Well, good for you. That's what you're doing is what we would call a best practice. I mean, you're doing the things that we are advocating that all ministries do. Unfortunately, they don't all do it. Yeah. And uh, so that's one of the reasons that we exist is to shine a light on the good guys that are doing the things the way they should be done, but also to shine that same light on others so that donors can and ask questions and also maybe in some cases redirect their giving. In fact, we did a survey recently of our readers of the ministrywatch.com website and 50% of them use the stories that we produce on Ministry Watch uh, to help them make giving decisions and a quarter said that they have changed their giving decisions based on things that they have read on our site. Uh, and that's really what we're trying to do. We're not trying to just sort of disseminate information, but we're really trying to bring marketplace reform to the Christian ministry. Marketplace reform. Is there a biblical precedent for this kind of accountability? Well, I would say the answer to that question is yes, though you don't see, you know, first uh, hesitations 3-2 that says, thou shalt support ministry watch. That's not in <laughs> no, there, no, no, you no. know. Right. But, uh, but, what it, but what the Bible does say is that we are children of the light and that we should uh, operate in, an, in, an era, in, a, in a way that is completely above board and transparent, that we should behave with integrity, uh, that our financial dealings should be honest and straightforward, that the truth will set you free. So when we, sometimes people say, well, why did you write this story about this you know, guy that's maybe my favorite televangelist or my favorite minister? And I say, because the truth will set you free. The Bible promises yeah. that we believe it. It sets us free when we know that truth, but I believe it also is a benefit to the ministry itself. It needs to, we all need to be confronted with the truth from time to time, chaps, even yeah. you and me, right? That's right. And it's and, good that there are people in our lives that will do that, and we want to provide that kind of service to the ministry world. And Jesus said, walk ye therefore as children of the light. Let's Amen. take a short break. More with Warren Cole right after this. 
This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow Topper, for the first time, has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow Mattress Topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by my friend, Warren Cole Smith, who has been a guest on our show in the past, written this important book, Faith-Based Fraud, and leads ministrywatch.com. Uh, Warren, we've, we've talked about uh, transparency, honesty, accountability to donors. Uh, I get emails and, and phone calls all, all the time from donors. Can you send us your financial statement? Can you send us your 990? Can you tell us, just tell us how the money's actually going to be used? And I think donors deserve to know that. Yeah, we do too. That's the reason we have a database on our website that has uh, the financial statements of uh, about 950 of the largest Christian ministries in the country. Now, I mentioned um, a, a little earlier that uh, there are about a million Christian ministries in this country. So 950 is by no stretch of the imagination most of them. But they do represent the largest ones. They represent about $34 billion in annual giving. Wow. Uh, so we, we publish five years worth of financial statements. Very easy to read there. There are also other sources like GuideStar, like ProPublica, like Charity Navigator that have sort of the raw form 990s published there. So I would recommend to any of our listeners or any of our viewers that they set themselves up a free account at one of those other uh, places if they want to look at the 990s and, you know, kind of see what's going on there. Or if they're looking at some of the largest Christian ministries, they can go to ministrywatch.com and they'll be able to find an analysis. Plus, we rate them and give them a transparency grade as well. 
So what other kinds of stories are you writing about these days? Well, we're writing, uh, a, I'm focusing some energy on the Bible translation industry because um, to be perfectly honest, there's a lack of transparency within the Bible translation industry. We, we uh, know these organizations. In many cases, we love these organizations, organizations like Wycliffe Bible Translators and the International Bible Society and the American Bible Society. Um, but they really haven't been closely scrutinized uh, in many, many years, and some of them um, have developed some bad habits. And um, so we are, have been, we've written about a half a dozen stories. The sex trafficking industries have become very popular, especially with young people. And these uh, organizations will say, well, we're, you know, give us money and we'll go rescue women from, you know, young girls from the brothels of Thailand. Well, that's fantastic work and we affirm that work. But again, there's a lack of transparency. We give them the money, but we don't really know what they do with that money because often it takes place in another country. And they claim that there are security reasons to keep them from talking about it. Well, there are some legitimate con security concerns when you're operating in the developing world, especially in closed countries like Thailand or North Korea or Laos and other places. But we think that security is often being used as an excuse not to be transparent. And uh, so those are two arenas. Plus, we've been covering the Jerry Falwell scandal and the Robbie Zacharias scandal and the Bill Hybels Willow Creek Church scandal and the Carl Lentz and Hillsong scandal. We've got lots of stories about all of those subjects on the ministrywatch.com website. So it sounds like as a body of Christ, we have more work to do. We have more work to do. Listen, I mentioned a couple of times already, a million Christian organizations in this country, the vast majority of them are doing fantastic work. Their leaders are living sacrificially. Uh, they are great stewards. But it's the few bad apples that are really causing the reputation of the Christian ministry world to take a hit. And so I think the world, you know, some people say, well, why do you write, why do you shine a light on these bad guys? Well, the world is already skeptical. They're already cynical. They already know that these bad guys are out there. They're waiting for us to speak up. They're waiting for those of us within the body of Christ to say, are you going to police your own? Yeah. Are you going to hold your own accountable? If you will do that, then your credibility will go up, not go down. And I think God himself has an interest in this. He warns us, especially in the Old Testament prophets, right? But judgment must begin in the house, house of, of the Lord. Lord. Exactly right. If we judge ourselves, if we police ourselves, and Christian organizations like you uh, watch out for Christian organizations like me, uh, then we're not going to be exposed on the front page of the New York Times because we'll have it all cleaned up before it ever gets to the left-wing attackers. Well, that's the hope anyway, is that, you know, I sometimes imagine what would have happened to, you know, some of these guys who were caught in massive scandals if they had people that they trusted and who trusted them early in their ministries and careers to say, you know, hey, dude, you need to, you know, kind of clean this little thing up because if you don't, it's going to be a big thing later and it'll yeah. be too late. So I, we're hoping that we can provide that kind of remedy, that kind of uh, accountability and transparency, um, not because we think we're better than those ministries, but because we know we all need hedges of protection built around us. We all need accountability. We live in community one with the other. We need each other. And sometimes that needing of one another, that one anothering is my pastor says, um, <laughs> you know, means um, being able to look at somebody straight in the eye and say, hey, dude, you need to get this fixed. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? I would love to. Father in heaven, we pray your blessing on, on the accountability that we all need from the Holy Spirit, that we would be internally convicted 
to, to police ourselves and, and repent of sin, that, that the church would be holy, that we would be, uh, walk as children of the light, and we would uh, not participate in, in hiding and in, in secrecy, and, and, but Lord, that instead your donors would be able to trust your ministries to effectively use the billions of dollars that are given in American charities, uh, but instead they would go to Jesus' work. And Lord, that your, uh, your poor people would be blessed, that your, uh, your gospel would be preached, and that we would be the tip of the spear, very efficient with the use of God's funds and stewardship. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our guest has been Warren Cole Smith. Uh, he's got better hair than I'd have. I'm just, I'm just making that observation. Thank you for coming on the program. It's been a blessing, uh, Chaps. Thank your you. book is Faith-Based Fraud. It's available on ministrywatch.com. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. You know, I've been doing a lot of praying, and for years I've been teaching about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, what really happened on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two? Why did the disciples receive the power from God to do Christian ministry? And how can you experience the baptism in the Holy Spirit for your own power ministry? This is a five part teaching, newly available. We just put this out. Part one is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how to receive the power of God in your life. Then we go into part two, the gifts, the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. Part three is every instance we could find of speaking in tongues throughout church history. It's not an old gift, it's for you today. And also we have interviews with Charles Johnson and Lana Heitley. I wanna encourage you to get this product when you visit our, our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. This is a topic that uh, in the last century was responsible for up to 800 million Christians around the world experiencing the gift of tongues and their own private prayer life. How can you have powerful intercession in your prayer life with God? This will energize you as a Christian and it's all Bible-based. This is real step-by-step -step instruction through the scriptures. We want you to have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Before you even uh, begin to experience that, it might be important if you learn what the Bible says about that gift. Again, yours today for a do suggested donation of $30. Get this product today at PrayInJesusName.org. Operators standing by at 866-Obey-God. empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says this in Proverbs 21, the fool covets greedily all day long, but the righteous gives and does not spare. Please donate. If you need prayer, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. You know, people ask me, chaps, we're watching on this network. We've already set our DVR to record your shows, but our friends don't have this network or maybe they can't watch at this time. Did you know we are on demand on 10 different platforms? You can tell your friends to find this show, PIJN News, 
on their Roku box or their Amazon Fire box. Just look under the religion or news categories. Or maybe you have a smartphone or your friends or grandchildren can find us on Android TV, Google TV, Smart TV, or iTunes. Of course, we're always on the internet. Look for us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter. Or better yet, subscribe to our daily email alerts at PrayInJesusName.org. It's important that you share all of these available platforms with your friends so we can mobilize all of the body of Christ to pray the news and change the world. Would you join us? Visit PrayInJesusName.org to learn more. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.